into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Not God Bless America. God damn America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating us citizens as less than human. God damn America. As long as she tries to act like so, she is God and she is Light the menorah. Light the menorah. Light the menorah. Bum, bum, bum. Santa Claus. <laughs> okay, I got some of that. Uh, <laughs> holiday episode. Um, hello. Dracula, but he's wearing a Santa hat. <laughs> um, uh, oh, the, the Nightmare Before Christmas. How, how about that? Does that work? That's good. Who gives a shit? Um, that could be a spooky <laughs> movie. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to force it. <laughs> All this is a trap behind the paywall where we're yep. our most natural selves. Ooh, we let our hair down. I'm unbuttoning my pants and recording a podcast. Oh, I yeah. put on more clothes. <laughs> That's how Andrews relaxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make yourself comfortable. Right. Put on a parka. Undressed to your comfort level, Andrews puts on clothes. Hey, yo. When he's at the masseuse getting a rub and tug. <laughs> As the patrons know, I have done. Anyway, this Wait, is the Christmas no. episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome the Christmas Damned. Uh, welcome to Pod Damn America. I am Jake Flores. Uh, this is the festive socialist goth podcast known as Pod Damn America. Andrews Lee is here. Yes, she and, is. And Alex Patak. I am Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this week we did some some work so you don't have to uh we watched <laughs> um really bad movies uh who so is your idea alex it was my idea i chanced upon this gem on the netflix menu in their <laughs> app uh, mostly drawn to the fact that it is a Christmas movie starring Kurt Russell, one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I got really high and started watching it, but then around an hour into it, I realized there was still another hour left and that it's been balls to the wall crazy the entire <laughs> way through. And so I started putting pictures on the internet and thought we should do an episode on it. Also, weirdly kind of MAGA-y. <laughs> yeah, a lot going on here. Uh, this movie, um, we'll get right into it. We're going to talk about this Christmas movie called the uh, the Christmas Chronicles, which of Riddick is. I think was the It's one. weird. It does have like a sci-fi name. It sounds like one of those like uh, like JRPGs, like the cri the Crystal Chronicles is like a Final Fantasy game or something. But it's weird. It's well, the reason I say it sounds like a fucking weird made up like sci-fi like wh why would they name it this thing is because it's one movie. So how is it a chronicle? Yeah. That's like what you name a series or something. Santa has more powers in it. It's like uh when they ran out of names for the Arkham Batman games where it's they just like origins. Um <laughs> an annihilation, Santa Claus, <laughs> annihilation origins. <laughs> Santa Claus uh, Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this movie, um, I definitely understand getting high and watching this movie. This is definitely the type of thing you would turn your brain off to. And uh, I, at first, I watched it stone cold sober. So for a good like, like a journalist, twenty <laughs> minutes or so, <laughs> I was like, "What the 
fuck are we watching? It's um, not very Christmassy for like the first thirty minutes. <laughs> but it took a turn eventually, and it got real dumb. And and so I eventually was like, oh, I, I can see how this relates to it's shit that movie. we were talking about, yeah. or at least it's like weird enough to pick apart. Because the first like the first act of this film, it's almost is like the first episode of like Punisher or like one of those like action movies where like the guy's family is dead like it's all uh the first scene is just a cut of every christmas via a camcorder that this family has so it's like it looks like it's gonna be the guy's goes on a fucking machine gun rampage yeah and he's tired time he's thinking like back Santa's to his, his wife with the camcorder yeah. with the kids he's like look i'll never my- leave you yeah. <laughs> look at my white family that will live forever <laughs> yeah. but uh he so it, it's already one thing that doesn't make sense is like it we are shown 10 uh christmases in a row via this camcorder it's like 2008 oh my god the kids are all young and the you know this kid got a fucking nintendo or some shit and then 2009 oh they're a little bit older you, you see them grow up through this cut of these videos um, but then in like 2018, there's still some kid with a fucking camcorder with a tape in it, which is going to be like an integral part of the plot is that mm. this family keeps a camcorder with a fucking tape. We're a it. Betamax family. <laughs> <laughs> we do things a bit old fashioned here. Not that old fashioned. <laughs> like medium old <laughs> retro. Like whenever they wrote the first draft of this script, old fashioned. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do have I have a question about the main one of the main plot points here, which is. Is because I was so high that this just eluded my net, uh, my mind net, a term we all use. Is the dad a soldier? There's a picture of him covered firefighter. in... Firefighter. He's a firefighter? Yeah. He's covered in badges at one point. Firefighter. Because oh, so, yeah. they don't uh, talk about <laughs> how he dies. Yeah, they say he went into a fire they to do? save another family. And the oh. kid is mad. Well, I had a fire father... going in my joint, friend. <laughs> <laughs> No, the kid is mad that his at his father for for sacrificing himself for another the community of Lowell right. instead of his own family. He's, you sacrifice uh, yourself for the town of Lowell <laughs> in front of all of Suffolk County. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they are mass holes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Dude, the thing about Lowell is it is the most Massachusetts place in Massachusetts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just Mark Wahlberg blinding Vietnamese people block to block. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a they have a fantastic high school wrestling team. You heard it here first. The fuck you say to me, Santa Claus? <laughs> go on, fucking go. <laughs> yeah, so the family's fallen apart since the death of the dad. Yeah. With casual Christmas movie for kids just opens up with this oh, this dad's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he died in a fire. <laughs> yeah. God bless him. <laughs> um I uh, I missed that he was a firefighter, but that makes sense. I thought he was a soldier because I just assumed based on the context clues. <laughs> well, it seemed like the punisher. You know, yeah. the Punisher was a soldier. This seemed like a similar origin story. He comes back and he's like sh- uh, fucking polishing like, the barrel of a gun and he's just aiming it at like pictures of Santa Claus. <laughs> 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 Kill Santa Claus. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, fucking whatever. The current day, the dad's dead, single mom, and there's these two kids. Uh, one of them is an older older boy who's like a like a skateboarder, like troubled teen guy. He's a wayward son. <laughs> he does a lot of cute, uh, rebellious teen things like smoking and uh, 
stealing or whatever, but he also lifts cars yeah. for the mob, <laughs> <laughs> which seems like a bit more aggressive than the. Other yeah, thing. he just steals a car. Is that a Massachusetts thing? Yeah, we love that in Massachusetts. Okay. We uh, love stealing cars. His little sister, who's like a fucking uh, like a more straight laced kid, who believes in Santa Claus and shit, with has the camcorder and she take records him fucking steal your car <laughs> and then um it's really just treated with a lot of levity like oh you know the suburbs you know your kids hey you remember stealing cars <laughs> yeah. you get out of ninth grade and you go nick a viper just to feel a rush <laughs> <laughs> you would think santa would come down a little harder on him for that because he sees all Santa the Santa comes down so hard on everyone. He, Santa movie. is... That's what yeah. stuck with me. <laughs> he's so inconsistent, though. Yeah, because yeah, at first he's not mad at all. Later in the movie, Santa steals a car. And he's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's so mad at other people for this basic shit, but then he's like completely fine with Grand Theft Auto. Right. Consistently, at least, throughout the movie. Let's not jump ahead because we're going right, to spend right. so much time on Santa, but that's what you need to know about these kids is the girl is sad and the boy steals cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so speeding up to get to where Santa is, she's got this fucking camcorder. She's this precocious kid. Um, she's watching old Christmas tapes, uh, taking vlogs of herself, uh, and then she, like, she sees this uh, on an old tape from Christmas. Her parents uh, about to bone down after uh, cleaning up fucking Christmas Eve. Um, you know, they walk off frame. She sees this, this gloved hand in the corner of the frame. She stops it in the corner of the frame, very like the ring style or whatever. And oh my God, there's this. Is that fucking Santa Claus's hand? Right? It looks like Slender Man's hand. It looks it's so creepy. Blurry and long. <laughs> and so then she goes, oh, my God, that was fucking Santa Claus. I can prove he's real. I'm going to do flat earth shit and set up a camcorder in the corner of the room and fucking, uh, you know, prove to the Internet that Santa Claus is real by waiting up all night for him, which I guess in this world no one's ever done before. No one's done it. Uh, because it works. Um, she convinces the, the sullen teen kid to hang out with her as they stay up all night with a camcorder um, set up in front of the chimney and then fucking this you know red blur shows up and they chase it outside and they go, oh my god it's fucking santa claus and uh lo and behold his sled is like just slowly strafing through the the streets uh unpiloted and he's santa claus is like jumping around from roof to roof right. using like weird bullet time quick uh like nightcrawler teleportation and shit and uh, sort of explains, like, oh, that's how he does it so fast. He's, he's so like, acrobatic. He's got, like, these, like, crazy Super Saiyan powers and shit. Mm. And um, so then they jump. Uh, they, cl they climb up a telephone pole and jump into his sled. And, you know, they're like, oh, my God, are you really going to fucking do this? And they chase each other in into his sled. And then um, he jumps back in his sled and sort of, like, turns around. and, and Or, no, he just, like, just floors it in his fucking weird steampunk sled to get to the next town. And as he's flooring it, his like bag of toys falls out of the fucking sled. And the kid, the, the little girl falls out first. And then she looks like going to die. <laughs> like, this was the funniest part of the entire movie to me. And it might've just been because of how high I was, but this girl falls from like 2000 feet in the air. Yeah. She just turns Pretty into that guy that jumped out of the nine 11 building in the middle of this <laughs> fucking like, <laughs> children's movie and she's like screaming she's not a bad actor because she's like legitimately like i'm gonna die and santa yeah she was good she's very charming 
Santa's driving style with the sleigh is he just screams at the reindeer and they do like whip turns. So he sees his girl fall down and it's just like, yeah! <laughs> and dives at 2,000 miles an hour. What? Yeah, one of my disappointments is they didn't go into how this magic works because it <laughs> seems that the reindeer should be kind of superfluous because you ha- already have the technology to have this sled that can zip around and stuff. Uh, so, like, why why do you need the, the animals? Maybe the reindeer are, like, magic canisters. They contain the magic. That's what I guess you would, but you would need some They're sort like of They're, like, living vessels in the way that maybe a mad scientist would use um, a, a, a zombie cadaver. Fair. Oh, yeah, like, immortal reanimated like undead like they're actually like kill me yeah yeah they want to die more than anything was there a rudolph in this there was there was no rudolph and there is rudolph allow uh, me to be clear patrick uh (laughs) i was watching with friend of the show patrick marlboro he pointed out to me uh rudolph is only in shit that has rudolph's name in it name on it if unless it's a because uh santa the elves the rest of the reindeer miss claus they are public um domain but Rudolph is a trademark, so that you makes can a lot of sense. yeah. So R- Rudolph's movies like are just they have to be about Rudolph. They, he has to be the you got it's some family that owns the rights. So he's like a Mickey Mouse type thing. Yeah, where like even though he's so old, it's still like not public domain. Um, yeah, Santa, he's dashing around saving these kids. You're learning that this Santa is a, a little bit different than the one you read about in the history books. <laughs> yeah. Mm. He tells it like it is. Yeah, he's a drunk asshole. He's like Deadwood Santa. <laughs> but before, but just real quick, as we were talking about Australia, I learned also something from Patrick, because uh, he posted on Facebook, that there's um there's a fucking uh, an Australian Christmas carol called Six White Boomers. <laughs> 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 Which is like uh, sounds like my Christmas. Oh, <laughs> it's 2018. Like the, the setup oh, for a fucking like oh more like the you know the Rolling Stones or whatever. Um, <laughs> sounds like Mark Maron's. Uh, I don't know. So like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Fucking know, man. What is this Mark Maron's bang bus? But I guess boomers means like it's a certain type of kangaroo. So they have a Christmas carol about a bunch of white kangaroos with red noses that aren't called Rudolph no. because that would be copyright infringement. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so fucking Santa turns around, uh, hangs a left, uh, fucking... Immediately starts talking about the border wall. <laughs> <laughs> he catches the kid, um, and they oh my god, and they fucking crash land somewhere. The uh, the the Chicago. Yeah, they crash land yeah. in Chicago. The south side of Chicago. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Why do they choose that? Such a weird... Because Santa, and this is the arc that really made me want to put this on this podcast and not my other one. Santa has like this cop justice arc to him this whole movie. (laughs) Where he's like going to the most troubled places he can find and telling bad people they're getting coal. Um, He's just, he's friends with so many cops. Yeah, it's weird. He, there's a lot. Okay, so as I was watching this movie, I was like, what, how is this really re- like this is funny but how's it really relevant to like left politics or whatever but the, well, as soon as he starts getting involved with the cops it becomes very much like Zizek could pick this apart and yeah. do something with it um, but th- not to skip ahead he t- as we were like introduced to Kurt Russell Santa Claus 
you know, uh, he's like crash landed, his fucking reindeer have run away, he realizes the fucking bag fell apart somewhere on some other part of Chicago, and he starts talking to the kids, and he's like this, like, kind of shit-faced drunk, Deadwood, like, weird Kurt Russell-y, Nick Nolte Santa Claus, and then that sort of, uh, the, the big, you know, premise of the movie starts to unfurl, which is that he's like, yeah, he's, he's not your daddy, Santa Claus. And he loses his hat in the crash land, which contains all his magic Santa power. Yeah. Or so we think. Right. Well, he, that's what he says. He yes. also says the Dark Ages were caused by him not delivering presents for one night. Yeah, all those people were just, like, tortured and raped and shit. <laughs> right, I didn't know what Dark Ages he was talking about, like... He meant like middle. Like I think he means like the year twelve hundred to sixteen hundred <laughs> happened because some <laughs> some lord was not given their wooden mule. Saint Nicholas <laughs> wasn't even alive till thirteen hundred. I think that's what you think. <laughs> that's what you think. But he comes around every year and he tells people about like simple tax plans yeah and, uh, well it's like it, yeah after 1600 everything was just peachy keen since then since santa <laughs> like there are no problems in the world what struck out to me is that he, santa never says anything expressly political but he's bloated with ideology yeah uh, this 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 santa claus uh <laughs> i can't fuck that was bad that's what, he, that's what you gotta leave him instead of milk santa. and cookies Ideology. Oh, delicious ideology. So, <laughs> I mean, he, like, okay, so there's all sorts of shit going on. Like, at one point, they go, like, don't you say ho, ho, ho? And he goes, like, ah, it's fake news. And it's like, why is he saying fake news? Is it a <laughs> is it a hokey nod to how fucked up things are? Or is it like they know that every fucking piece of popular thing, like, media has to have, like, has to also be for, like, that half of the country or it's perceived as that half of the country? Are MAGA people going to think that this, this, this is like a really cool Santa Claus? This does kind of seem like that their idea seem, of like a man, yeah. you know? Right. Well, the, I, it seems like they kind of want to toe the middle of the line. Like they don't want to commit to uh, – they don't want him to be a resistant Santa. But They'll they also, dabble with fascism. With Santa. Yeah. The, they, they want people to see as it, with the real Santa. They want it to be blue America loves Santa, red America loves Santa. We all love Santa. You I know? think that he's kind of like – really low-key like an all-lives-matter Santa. Like, uh, I'm not racist. I just think that, like, hey, look, look, I can make everyone get along kind of guy or whatever. Yeah. He talks to the older boy and is like... I would wanted to put you on my good list until you started hanging with your gangsta friends. <laughs> <laughs> Pull uh. up your pants. He keeps yelling that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's got, like, he, he's very reminiscent of Kurt Russell in, like, The Hateful Eight. Um, or even kind of in the thing, just because they're outside and it's cold. It just kind of reminds you of, like, he's kind of a classic Kurt Russell, weird, um, you know, rustic type character. And he's here to clean up the south side of Chicago. <laughs> and then they, just fucking half the story takes place involving the police and crime in the south side of Chicago after fucking everything that's happened in the last few years. <laughs> I don't know how this could possibly be like the right setting for like a family yeah. fun movie. It's like not that low budget a movie either. Right. Yeah, like I don't understand. Cast. Yeah, they start in Massachusetts and they go to Chicago. Like, right. and so much of the movie takes place from there. White Enclave to White Enclave. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the way it's portrayed anyway. But if they were really in Chicago, uh, yeah, like why not go to Guam? Go to you know England? Go to Santa just appreciates the West and everything <laughs> yeah. that they've built. Yeah, he's a proud Santa. Well, I mean, he's he a is, proud Santa. He is. Uh, 
you know, he doesn't give presence to the majority of the world, you know, who is not Christian, you know. So he is, in that way, has a, an ideology of, of the Christian He's faith. extremely judgmental. But he... Yeah. To everyone's fucking face. His fucking... But it's like an algorithm, though. Like, but, he's like, well, you got cold. Like, I mean, you did this and that. He's not... He doesn't, like... Hector people too much about their personal choices. He's just like, this is just the way it is. This is the the algorithm said Cole. He so comes you get across Cole. as closed minded, but he dances around the the non the, the Christian aspect of the thing really yeah. hard because he does kind of make it seem like oh he, he does the whole world, but the only parts they actually show you in the movie are like parts you would consider to be Christian. The but Christian then, parts, which is interesting because Santa. It's weird because he's a sec. At this point, he's a secular Christian figure. Like he, there's so many people who are not religious who still practice Santa with their kids, you know. But he but they role still, play as Santa right in the bedroom. <laughs> they do that too, but you still don't have you know he's not uh, uh, you know people of different faiths do not do the Santa thing. Well, something that happens that confuses that a little bit, I think, in this, this right the, leading into how we get into this experience with the cops is that um, he he uh, realizes that he needs to get to like another part of Chicago and his fucking without his reindeer he can't drive his sled right, so he goes to this fucking Irish pub. And the Irish pub has valet parking and, like, a hostess and shit. He goes up to the hostess, and he's, like, real creepy. He's like, hey, remember that scarf you fucking wanted for Christmas when you were, like, 13 or whatever? <laughs> Just listing off all this shit about her. And I remember when you were 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, like, he's doing shit. He does this continually to people throughout the movie to varying uh, reactions, but he'll just start, like, fucking cold reading them and just, like, going, like, yeah, I know... He starts listing what they wanted for Christmas when they were a kid and, like, weird stuff about their personal lives and, like, they either are just, like, you know... Like, the, I think she kind of is uh, resistant to it until she kind of breaks and is like, oh, my God, how do you know that? And then she, like, is really charmed by this Santa Claus guy and he goes... I need your car. I need you to help me drive <laughs> to across the fucking city. And she's like, I can't do that, but I'll give you all my tip money, which you know you, know you fucking wouldn't. Santa doesn't like need fucking it. Fucking 35 bucks to <laughs> some guy who... You're working Christmas Eve. <laughs> Santa Claus, <laughs> street magician. It doesn't make any, yeah, you're working on Christmas well, Eve. You're in a hard spot. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the movie because it's uh, the first time the public is introduced to Santa. Because at first I was like, oh, he's going to try to avoid being seen by humans but as a matter of fact he's actually very gregarious and like uh tr goes up to people and talks to them you know he has no qualms about conversing with people and um it's not really explained but it was kind of this weird ennui where it's like do people like this is a universe where santa is real do most people accept that it is a real guy or do they think it's just like an unexplained mystery like, yeah, they have the Santa mythology, but that's not what really happens. We don't really know what happens, but it's not like, you know, because the host, because there they were people, both, they do play both. And I guess that's a realistic take because there are people in the restaurant who are like, like, oh, that's just, that's Santa. I got to meet him. Okay. And then other people are like, I don't want to believe that that's Santa. <laughs> not a big deal. It's just Santa. Right. We all know about Santa. <laughs> Santa yeah. comes down the chimney and he tells you about the extra tendon that some people have that lets them jump a little higher than other people. Yeah, there's kind of a trope going on here that you see in like a lot of like uh, like superhero movies or whatever, where it's like you, the viewer, are aware that the supernatural thing is real, and then like most people in the movie are, you know, hesitant of it and they look yeah. silly to you or whatever. 
Um, but he like, but it's it's like it's pretty funny. I mean, he walks around this fucking pub and there's like it's like a restaurant or something. There's like families eating. But the thing I was gonna get to is that he goes up to all these like different like multicultural families and he just looks at these Japanese tables. He starts speaking Japanese at them. He, oh my God, Santa mm-hmm. goes around the world. He knows all these different languages. And they go, no, Santa Claus, you can't have our car. And then he starts <laughs> speaking like um, I, some, I don't know which language to uh, like a Middle Eastern family. And then there's this fucking ba-dum-sh, like punchline, like a uh, 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 Hari Kondabalu-esque sort of joke right. <laughs> where the guy goes, hey, dipshit, I speak English, you know? Right. Uh, you know, check your privilege, Santa. The problem with <laughs> Santa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but but he wants to borrow my car. But that implies that because he knows like all these different languages, that there is. Well, I guess there's probably Christianity in every country. Like it really doesn't. It d- dances around the fucking question of like, does does he go to non-Christian places? Right. I mean, what, how the fuck does this work? You know? Shallow world building is what it is. <laughs> but that's not yeah. what they're here for. They're here for speaking out for. The white race. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of the white race, uh, I just watched Green Room, and one of the Nazis from uh, Green Room is in this fucking scene. <laughs> it's really weird. Wait, uh, which one? It's for like half a second. It's the guy, the Paul Giamatti looking motherfucker. Um, uh, I couldn't even find it on IMDb. He's playing an listed. elf. I might have I, I might have got this wrong, but it looked exactly like the fucking guy. But eventually, he acquires a car by figuring out that there's this bartender who's a criminal who, and this is where like the weird crime aspect of it comes in he's a criminal who owns a hot car hot as in it's stolen and santa's got this weird psychic ability so he knows that the guy's car is stolen so he's like i'm gonna like trick this guy he kind of he kind of beats the shit out of him in a weird like way like he's like i'm gonna trick him to chasing me and then knock over a fucking glass of ice with my like force powers the guy slips on the glass of ice and he like crashes into something and falls on his ass or something Mm -hmm. right and then santa is not afraid to use violence to get (laughs) what he needs (laughs) (laughs) it immediately blows up like the question of like what what is santa's morality because then he's like okay let's steal his car it's he has the boy do it it's stolen, and I know you, little boy, like to steal cars, so let's steal this car. And he's like, the little kid's like, well, it's, are we really going to steal a car? And he goes, well, yeah, we're just going to give it back at the end of the night, which I'm now just realizing, they don't ever give the car back. No, no, no. no but don't. according to Santa's logic, you can't steal something that's already been stolen, which yeah. just shows how deeply invested Santa is in, like, property <laughs> law. And it makes me wonder <laughs> where he gets all these presents from. Maybe they're just things he's just <laughs> stealing from thieves. Well, they come from the bag. Yeah. <laughs> it shows they come from the bag. Um, Santa... Uh, is either at this part or slightly before just talks he talks so much about not breaking federal law <laughs> and about like how santa the last thing he'd want would be to spend a hard night in jail and it's like why is santa talking about jail <laughs> he's from outer space <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't make any sense that he has so much invested in like terrestrial things given that he's this like kind of weird godlike dr manhattan alien thing um, but I guess, I mean, he's, he's like full capitalist Santa. Yeah. Uh, he swallowed all no. the pills. So I he, mean, the, the idea of Santa is kind of inherently non-capitalist because you have, you know, he's giving it away for free. He's the spirit of the, the buying and selling ho- holiday. True. 
Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. I, know I mean, what you're in terms saying, of like, the the iconography, yeah. Well, the like, Christmas sure. is like actually capitalist, but the myth is that it's socialist. You tell kids these right, right. presents are happening for free, yeah, cause, just because, right? Act- so uh, Patrick actually had a really good point, which was um, that early Christmas movies, earlier Christmas movies, like It's a Wonderful Life, uh, movies like that, The Grinch, um, the heart there, the message was n- uh, not about. Gifts it was not about materialism. It was about love and community and, th- and those things. And like, we don't need the presents. This is the and opposite. Yeah, and <laughs> since then, <laughs> after that, we've gotten Jingle All the Way. We've gotten the Santa. It's all about the gifts. It's all about selling the toy. Any movie Tim Allen has been in is either explicitly or subconsciously about Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I it is. My, read my PhD piece on this. I worked on it for six years. <laughs> Santa is kind of like um. Amazon or something in this movie mm. where he's like all these packages must be delivered that's the fucking points if they don't all of society will fall apart it'll be the fucking dark ages <laughs> um, how long do you think it is before Bezos makes a Santa movie about himself <laughs> and it's you know, not Santa even him trying need to be hair. it's <laughs> yeah. always just been a presumption we have he's actually if he was smooth he'd be faster yeah. if he was a smooth Santa there's a whole d- series of Doonesbury cartoons about it. Remember that? <laughs> um, he's on fucking oh, Letterman. Yeah. Um, okay. So he's got this fucking hot car now, and he's driving, <laughs> hot wheel. and he starts to get tailed by the cops. Like, Grand Theft Auto shit starts happening. You quickly notice Santa Claus is not wearing a seatbelt. The kid is. So he's just this fucking maniac, um, and he starts, like, doing action movie shit, like jumping over piles of snow and other cars and shit to get away from the police. Um which is like he respects the police so much, and then immediately takes him on this ne- neck break chase down <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> right, he's like, "I'm gonna get away from them," but then, um, so something happens that I think it, we're not gonna get away from this without talking about, which is that you know eventually the car kind of crashes, and these two cops immediately draw their guns on Santa Claus, <laughs> and the two cops are black, and I think. That's the only way this movie could possibly... Like, it would be... If they were two white cops with guns drawn, it would be too evocative of, Mm -hmm. like, everything that's happened with police in the last couple of years. In a way, Santa's a black teen. So there's this weird, like, neoliberal cultural identity sort of aspect to it because, like, you know, this is kind of an age-old trope in, like, action movies and stuff, but, like the gangs that they that we get to later are all white there's and then the so g- yeah. much talk of gangs <laughs> yeah. and gang <laughs> activity for the santa and they're not like you know they're not a gangs generally are kind of racially or ethnically affiliated or involved right. in some sort of crime family or something but the gangs that we're going to see later in the movie are just like background characters from like a, a, a video game, like a look, Double Dragon or something. Yeah, a Rainbow look, Coalition of Gang. They look like <laughs> they look like undercover cops. Yeah, they look like dudes who hang out at, at, at like Myrtle Broadway, like waiting to see somebody like take a hit of weed. Like that's what <laughs> they've got like rub on neck tattoos and they just kind of talk like this. You know, <laughs> uh, they're really bad affectations of. But they, but that's the only way they could do it because if the, if the fucking, if it was the other way around and the cops were white and the gang was just like the Crips or something, <laughs> this movie would be just fucking torn to shreds. Unless the, unless it was like a black production, you had like the family was black, Santa's the, black, yeah, 
Santa's if, black, everybody's black. It's like a you know the the made by black people. Like that'd be a cool movie. If that would that would be fucking cool. It as would hell. not yeah. match up with anything else that happens in this movie, <laughs> yeah. which seems like a movie made for chuds. Yeah, if it was, I mean, like if the fucking Santa Claus, if Santa Claus wasn't white, everyone would be like defending themselves against him as he breaks into their fucking homes and shit. Right. You know, there'd be all these open carry people. Like the narrative only fucking works because he's like a kind of a weird uh, Western white you know worshipped figure it's like all the the underpinnings of this would come apart if you changed any of this shit and it was challenged from like any angle so there's these two black cops and their guns are drawn on them like they're gonna fucking straight up shoot santa claus in the back nine times like it's crazy that they just threw that in there and it's just so much white privilege from santa too (laughs) that he gets out of his vehicle and he keeps his hands wherever he wants to and he's pulling things out of his pockets yeah he's uh (laughs) he's just kind of uh uh like he's like your friend that smokes weed in public and you're like what the the fuck are you doing and he's like oh it's cool i'm white you know um he eventually gets arrested uh no he gets he gets away from them first um this is where like the middle of the movie starts to get kind of blurry. Um, this is where the divorce stuff comes in, right? How do they start talking about the he divorce? He tries to like because he's doing the thing he did to the girl at the bar. He's where being he's interrogated. Like, yeah, Mikey, you always wanted a Hot Wheels. Don't you miss your ex-wife? <laughs> yeah, and he pulls out. Yeah, he has this. She hasn't forgotten about you, and she's sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> Which is that overlap? That that's when it really started hitting me in the head. Like this is speci- for a this is a movie for a very specific type of person. <laughs> it's a movie for like a white boomer with young children who's just like I just want to hear something about you know good American values and Santa Claus and how Diane is wrong. Yeah. So he does okay, eventually gets taken to fucking jail. Like it's one of those like chi- Chicago has like those black sites they, they came yeah. out a couple years ago. Like this they jail is not on the map. Ostensibly <laughs> take him to like some weird Chicago black site jail on Christmas Eve, mind you, and he's uh, being interrogated all the while, like, uh, fucking, you know, th- they don't even take his, like, clothes away no. from him or his shoes or anything. Like, um, they kind of take his coat at one point, but he just keeps pulling shit out of it with his, like, weird magic. And uh, while he's in jail, he does start playing weird, like, um, mind games with the the warden like you talked about he kind of reminds me of that that character on lost the guy that would crash the hot air balloon that would like get inside your head oh yeah yeah um he's doing weird like hannibal lecter shit with the the divorced cop and talking about his his, his wife and stuff and no one likes it either none of them trust him more they're just like what the f- how do you know that <laughs> yeah um all the while other people are entering the jail and so there's like something weird happens where uh, c- clearly, what is supposed to be three sex workers are arrested uh, f- for walking the streets on you know Christmas Eve or whatever, trying to stay warm <laughs> on Yuletide fluids. They're put into the <laughs> cell next to Yuletide him. Yuletide fluids. What her name? And then he goes around the fucking cell and he starts like mind reading these other weird um, criminal people. He's like kind of one of them is Lil Steven from the E right. Street Band. Yeah. yeah. Or Pussy from <laughs> no, no, uh, The Sopranos. Silvio. Silvio, I'm sorry. He goes up to one of these guys and he goes, Hey, uh when you were a kid, you what was your what would you get for Christmas on your like fifteenth birthday or whatever? Strat fucking fender, stratocasters, some some kind of guitar and the guy's like, 
yeah, and then he like makes it appear. He's like, check this out, and he gives him a guitar. The other guy, he does the same thing to him, and he goes, this is the guitar you wanted when you were a kid, right? And then he turns to some black guy, and he goes, check this out, and he throws a trumpet at him. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy goes, what am I supposed to do with this? And he goes, try it. Like, and, he, and the guy tries it, and he fucking plays it. He goes, oh, my God, I know how to play the trumpet. But what's weird is within that Bit. He's he's Russian. He de- he defies the fucking <laughs> <laughs> he defies the premise of the his own bit because he starts off by going like I'm going to give you the childhood instrument that I know through my psychic powers that you are will love and you're into, and then he turns to the black guy and he just throws him a trumpet. I, a, according to this logic, knowing damn well that the guy is not a fucking <laughs> trumpet player. And it's the South Park joke from the fucking Christian Rock episode where they just keep giving Token a bass and are like, Token, you know how to play bass. And then Token <laughs> does begrudgingly and it's like a racist joke. It's like that, but Santa's doing it and it's time to fucking jam. Yeah. <laughs> so he forms this fucking like... Jailhouse uh, band. This jailhouse <laughs> band where he's doing like lame shit with sunglasses and singing like, you know, fucking... Uh, uh, they do the blues. Uh, jing- yeah, like white guy blues. I sound. got the Santa blues because <laughs> I lost my hair. <laughs> um, everyone's clapping and laughing along. So then we sort of cut from the middle of his like musical performance to um, to uh, the, the, like, the other kids... Uh, who have been, um, what happened? Uh, the little girl finds the magical like bag of holding thing that all the yeah. toys are in, and she jumps inside of it. And so then we world. discover that there's this fucking crazy little Hogwarts space. In, like It's yeah. a huge space inside of the bag, right? And she's sort of like running around in there. And uh, as she's running around in there, she like discovers the elves, which are basically like they speak like a weird hp lovecraft made up language <laughs> and they're, they're like viking elves they're like kind of scary they're like minions they have nordic they're very small they're also basically ripping off minions yeah they are quite damned and hopeless <laughs> <laughs> but they're not li- they're like extra not human like elves Usually you think of, like, maybe the Lord of the Rings elves, a little shorter. Those are Santa's elves, but these are different colors. These were not are, people. No. These were closer to animals. Yeah, and they all have, like, um, they kind of talk like a like a racist Star Wars alien, the way they're just like, ah, you know. Santa Claus. Yeah, and they fucking tie her up with, like, Christmas lights, and they're about to kill her. At one point, one of them had whips out a chainsaw, and they're about to, like, fucking, uh, no, that's, that's the I think, later on with the guy. It's later on that they're going to chainsaw his dick off. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to chainsaw his dick they off. They raise it over his dick. Like in the Frightener. Um <laughs> Uh, I'm just imagining when that scene happened, the version where the boy doesn't pull away at the last second, and it's just <laughs> elves shooting blood all over this crowd, but they're like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, they're just turning him into like an Ed Gein victim. <laughs> fucking skins everywhere and shit. So, it's so small. <laughs> uh, as this is happening, uh, the kid, the older brother, hasn't gone, he hasn't followed her inside the bag because the gang we talked about the ethnically ambiguous white street fighter gang 
walks up to him and they're like, yo, what's in the bag? You know, (laughs) (laughs) really bad fucking. There's two things we like here in Chicago and that's deep dish in Santa's Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say you could go like that sort of weird accent? And so they're roughing him up and shit and they uh, they grab him and they take him and the bag back to their crime boss, who's just some white guy. Who's again not really apparently affiliated with anything? He's not dressed like a criminal. He seems like he's in the mob. <laughs> yeah, he's just a middle-aged. He looks guy. like Avenatti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the gaffer of the film. <laughs> <laughs> so they pull a fucking present out of the bag, or it fell out of the bag, and they're like, "We should give this present to our crime boss," without looking what's inside, <laughs> and they open it. And it's Cole. Goddamn Cole. And he's like, you're wasting my time. Is this some kind of fucking joke? You motherfucker. You know, there's nothing I hate more than a love book. (laughs) (laughs) And this makes him furious. He's this furious crime lord, right? So then he gets so mad. And this is what this makes no sense. I, I guess this is a furnace. He just opens this fucking like vault door and he's like, give me that bag. I'm going to throw it in the fire room. <laughs> this is a room full of fire. And, uh, and but also, it begs the question, why wouldn't you throw the coal in there? It's just, yeah, it's just yeah. going to get really hot. It's going to be too much. It's full of coal. All of you open presents full of coal. <laughs> and the boy, the boy uh, jumps in at this point and says, you can't throw that in there. My sister's in that bag. And then they do it anyway, which is like, they're Everybody a bad ca- game. Yeah. What would have happened? Would the... Would that have been like a black hole opened up or something if they had burned that bag? There's probably so with the okay uh, to nerd out a little bit. What essentially this bag is functioning as is what's known in uh, Dungeons and Dragons as a bag of holding, which is like right. the explanation for why in a video game you can carry like 25 shotguns with yeah. you even though it's in a little pouch. Uh-huh. Uh, is that there's a magic property to the bag that can you know inside of it it's a giant room or whatever and yeah. so there's shit you can do in D where like if you're fighting a monster and you can't kill it if you can get on top of it and drop the bag of holding on it oh my god now it's trapped inside the thing right with uh, your guns and stuff yeah so i don't know if the D nerd might know what happens if you throw a bag of holding into like a pit of fire or something maybe the fabric of, of fucking society falls apart or whatever society. it could mean like you're burning time yeah yeah i don't know fuck uh, we'll never know because the kid just jumps in the middle of fire and then pulls the fucking thing out, which I guess is maybe, oh my God, oh my God, it's an illusion to his fucking dad, the right. firefighter. He's like saving yeah. his dad from the fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stepping up, bravery, He's like manhood. the Boston Red Sox, his favorite <laughs> sporting team. <laughs> I never thought about this. Um... And he grabs a crowbar. He starts threatening the rest of the right. game. That was the one piece of rock and roll action that the movie had yeah you were really how are you feeling watching that anders Uh, cool yeah i was feeling invigorated but i was hoping for you know santa kick his ass santa (laughs) more violence slit his throat you don't follow the law (laughs) (laughs) um you don't get jeff bridges in there to not have him like beat somebody up or shoot kurt russell kurt russell fuck wow (laughs) Uh, Jeff Bridges Bridges rarely hurts anyone. He's the the fucking dude from the Big Lebowski, Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That them and uh, that other guy. Some other guy named Santa. Yeah. Um, Something. Okay, the little girl's running around inside of the fucking bag room at this point, and uh, she starts discovers all of Santa's like this present factory or whatever. His weird like 
spiraling, floating, just magical amassment of it. It looks like at the end of It, when they're in the sewer, kind of. There's yeah. just all that weird psychic tunnel shit happening. But uh, at some point, there's a like a like somebody brings up, I can't remember who it is in this movie, brings up like, you know, what happens if you ask Santa Claus for a car? He goes like, oh, I'll give you a car. I make a, My elves make a car. Right. Which is like... The elves it's, love it. You see, you see cars floating around inside of his magical fucking factory thing inside of his bag, but it like begs the question: like, wait, so if you ask Santa Claus for like a Dodge Durango, he makes that brand of car? Like, how does that work? Does he copies the brand. Well, the model and the the layout is already there, and so it's easy for him to replicate. You know, because he's not an innovator; he's just a master engineer. But is the are the manufacturing companies now? at odds with Santa Claus? Are they aware that their, like, market is being inflated? Or do they get a cut of when he's, like, sort of a third-party subsidiary that makes their shit? No, 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 no. I think it's, like, um, he's a... Like fudging the numbers a no, little I bit, think like so a numbers guy loses their job every Christmas. No, the, the North Pole, I think, operates on sort of a, a fiat currency situation. So it's, like, it, it, there's a central bank somewhere that just has... They have an, infla- an artificial... Uh, money supply, and so they can buy it from the company. They probably assemble it in the North Pole, but they they work out an arrangement where the company still gets paid. Huh. I didn't really worry about it too much. (laughs) That's what I came up with. I don't know. I just maybe remember like when I was a kid, like wondering like why does why does Santa Claus bring like, you know, like fucking. Board game made by rich Milton Bradley, like, like yeah. Milton Bradley made the game. Like what? Like why does he bring you a PlayStation instead of like Santa Box? You would think it would be fucking Santa Third Box. Party. Yeah. Um, this is how the, this myth is incapable inca- with capitalism. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I didn't get stuck on how the car works its way into the market. I was just like, fuck, Santa is obsessed with fucking cars. He's a grease monkey. <laughs> he only wants to do, he wants to get in hot pursuits with the fuzz, and he wants to lift steaming hot whips straight out <laughs> the garage just to get his kicks and his speed fix. Yeah, he is kind of a lame car guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's part of this that's, like, for the MAGA chuds. Um, there's, like, I don't know, when you make a movie, I guess that you just, like, you got to just, like, if you're going to mass market it, you got to just right pick like 20 fucking different angles to try to get people with. Cause like yeah. one of the, the orc elf things starts floss dancing in the middle of yeah, like there, which is like, they're going to be sued by floss. Dancing. They're gonna, yeah. It's going to take them down. Well, Fortnite characters. I don't know. There's just like so much going on here. So how does this result pop out of the bag with, the elves and the elves beat up the gang before the brother gets murdered. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Because, because they're going to murder him and put him in the compost. Right. They're going to fucking kill him. Which and seems gruesome to put in a Christmas movie. But So this gang is like, yeah, we were saying like, these don't exist anymore if they ever did. Like gangs of people who pick, who mug people and then report back to a boss. Like I feel like people who, like street people who like are gonna rob you like they don't have a chain of command an earlier version of the script where they were just like a local union 
<laughs> they have to report back to the like labor boss guy, and he's crooked. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like, it's too on it's the an nose. Ayn Rand it's too fantasy. on the nose. Yeah. The snowflakes will be up in our office tomorrow. You got to make this just a multicultural rainbow gang. Um. Oh fuck. Okay, here's I remember what happens. So this fuck they stop this uh, elf from like bisecting the young child with a fucking chainsaw from the balls up, yeah. and uh, they go, "Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's a good guy, right? right? Gonna fucking yeah, that was yeah. gnarly. He was, was gonna right. kill him because they were trying to clear out all the criminals and they didn't know who the kid was. The little right. girl has to stop and him. So no, no, that's a, not a criminal. It's my brother. And so they were like, good, we'll chainsaw him in the middle of his dick. <laughs> yeah. So that it takes like a few hits to really carve it all the way through. Yeah, the minion elves are kind of scary. Like, they don't speak English. They're just, just weird pygmies. They kind of... Uh, they have are stuck with an affliction of the soul that ties them to the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem kind of like roped into whole situation, like in an Oompa Loompa fashion or something. Yeah. They seem like slaves. Yeah. Um, they're slaves, but they're like they're beasts dentured, who yeah. are there to be subjugated. So they eventually, uh, you know, all work this out. And then the next thing we know, Cameron's back in the fucking jailhouse room and Santa Claus is finishing up his musical number and, uh, you know, mind exploding. The the guy he's been psychologically torturing, um, you know, going, look at your phone. Oh, my God, it's your ex-wife calling or whatever. Um, right, the cops, they're watching him. They didn't believe he was Santa. But then after seeing him rock the jailhouse like that, <laughs> you know it's Father Christmas. <laughs> and one of the cops quits on the spot. He's like, do you see that? Santa is back in town. I quit. And then he stops being a police officer. And that's praxis, folks. That I thought yeah. was pretty cool. That was uh, uh, like Antifa Santa. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. It's Antifa. He, he deplatforms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like the idea of a, a, a cop's like, "Well, I'm going crazy. I quit my job." Um, but then he gets busted out anyway by the chainsaw elf who like saws a fucking hole in the uh, the air duct or something. Right with the with the chainsaw, and he gives him his hat, which contains all of his magical Santa powers, allowing him to do Metal Gear Solid at an accelerated rate. Yeah, so he like the, he goes up. He just fucks with the cop one more time by going like, um, you know, hey, you gonna let me out now? The cop opens the door, thus ostensibly incriminating himself to where he would lose his own job. And once he's opened it, he goes, ha, ah, I didn't need it anyway. And he mm -hmm. fucking, uh, he, he, night uh, Nightcrawler teleports out right. of the fucking thing. There's not a, a judge in this country that will convict you for letting Santa Claus out after a <laughs> barn slamming song like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not some big city lawyer. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever seen Santa play white blues? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so then the, the last act of this movie is basically that uh, Kurt Russell Santa Claus fucking gets, um, you know, the whole sled back together just in the nick of time. He goes to the little girl. He goes, you're going to fucking throw the presents down. I'm going to fly around and put them in people's homes. The boy and drives the sleigh because he's good with lifted vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and he has him. Uh, yeah, and he almost crashes with the sleigh. He doesn't tell him how to drive right. the sleigh, he's even though like, he believe asks. in yourself. You yeah. gotta kick ass yeah. out there. Yeah, he's like the worst, uh, like drunk driving friend. He's like, he's like the kids. Like, tell me how to operate this vehicle. <laughs> and he's like, you gotta believe in yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it all comes down to reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they go, go through this montage where they like hop the you know the Christian globe essentially, 
and yeah. uh, go to all these different places and the last Mexico minute, City. Well, they go back to Mexico City at the last minute because they realize, oh, we didn't go to this one apartment because it's the only apartment in all of the planet, essentially, that doesn't have a, a chimney because it's a fucking apartment. Right. Uh, so this. Well, that, one of the elves got candy cane on the name, too. Yeah, he got candy cane uh, on the name as a clerical error. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I was trying to make it racist. Like, right. like well, you Mexican don't have to. I'm a chimney. You don't have to make it racist because <laughs> they have the great scene of the girl coming down uh, as Santa is there, like Santa Claus a key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Santa, but don't they stop me bicicleta? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so weird. Um, and so Santa quiero ver el la biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> White is Spanish, Santa. <laughs> yeah. Si, si puede. Uh, <laughs> hey, gusta Navidad. You also don't see her parents too, so you're like, yeah, you're a girl in California. We need you to dance around this apartment, and say some library Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It's also like, I mean, is it the same time everywhere they go? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's see most. I I feel like I've seen some explanations of Santa where he freezes time. He freezes time. This is one of your email correspondences with no Chomsky. (laughs) (laughs) Just explain how he does it so fast. No. (laughs) Well, he works in. uh, He is a gnome. Oh my God. Gnomes, uh, Santa has gnomes, <laughs> and those are the elves. Yeah. Checkmate. Um, <laughs> but he, you know, a lot of times it'll freeze time or it'll slow it down. He went through wormholes in time to did? Like, get to Mexico. That's and what to the get green stuff was. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, it would have to set the clock back slightly every time he did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. I don't know. He would also like probably have to lose atoms or something from his being at some point, teleporting that right. much. Um, he is magical, and I bet he handles it fine, but I'm wondering if these children have irreparable damage from riding in the sleigh. Right, yeah. They've yeah. probably been through put like put through like G forces like in a fighter jet. Right. Um he doesn't enforce seatbelts at all. They're just getting other people's memories now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're their, magically broken. <laughs> right. Their ears would be like popped, like their brains would explode to be at that altitude. If, mm-hmm. uh, that fast. Fighter jets have to do this weird shit where they like bark and like scream and shit in order to like uh make the keep the blood from rushing out of their heads so they don't pass out and stuff. That's why also why they have those like like face masks yeah, and shit yeah, like that. Oxy- oxygen on their heads. These kids would just be like passing out and getting like the bends and shit. <laughs> Air bubbles and stuff. He there doesn't give a shit. He's magic. He doesn't care. There was that one scene that I thought got a little too political at the end where Santa throws a Keurig machine out of the sleigh and it falls on the ground and he goes, <laughs> it's trash. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice uh, try, snowflakes. Yeah, he kept calling everyone snowflakes and it has did this he? whole double thing because he's Santa. Wait, did that really happen? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he tossed some Panera Bread gift cards on it too. Yeah, yeah. he fucking goes to uh, a Starbucks and he's like, my name's Merry Christmas, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, He's a lot of hateful gay slurs. So he, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's in the sled and he's just taking like a like a a, a cell phone video from the dash. Like, <laughs> all right, all I'm saying is you got to respect the office or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's like yeah, he's subtly respect maggot. the office of Santa. Respect <laughs> the office. Of, you elect the Santa. Over. 
<laughs> the Electoral College elects a Santa every year. <laughs> so the end of this movie is that he drops the kids b- back off at home, um, and then he sort of like gives the fucking kid, the older kid, his hat, and then he goes like, "Wink, I didn't need the hat all along." Which is like, why did you fucking you, go why to did jail? You tell us it you was, did. Yeah. <laughs> it, the why did you play that song in jail? <laughs> <laughs> the p- the point was to get to teach them a lesson or to give a gift of uh, a sense of meaning without their father. But like you just do you do that every year when you choose another family? Like, how do you get to everybody who's having an existential crisis? Like All that? the other kids with yeah. like, dead dads. Yeah, there's tons. Give a man a fish. He will eat for a day. Give a man your Santa hat. Why did you sing the song in jail? <laughs> He's also like, yeah, like I said, like uh, the the car is nowhere to be found that he stole. <laughs> no, yeah. that shit's gone. It. It's Chicago, baby. <laughs> Windy City. Pra, pra, well, pra. that guy was a thief, and uh, I think he believes Santa believes that property is theft. At least my interpretation. Right. Yeah, Santa. that sure. is not in so, the film, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's heavily. But the implied. beard, you know, very Marxist. Um, he uh, a work of great contrasts. So the two the two endings, I can't remember which one comes first, but Santa goes back to his fucking uh, like his weird apartment in North Pole, and uh, he's just like hanging out, uh, going over his notes, and then like his like hot wife, Miss Claus, sort of like walks Who's in. Who's a different famous actress? She looks like Ivanka. When she turns around, Fro- or no, yeah. uh, fucking Melania or something. She looks like a Trump wife. Yeah, she's like from the back. Uh, <laughs> in the face, kind of. She looks like a fucking like one of his weird Eastern European supermodel yeah. type she wives. Looks like, yeah. Um, he still looks like Steve Bannon. The whole thing's just got this weird twinge to it. I think that they're trying to dog whistle shit. Yeah, they're, well, yeah, they're dog whistling. Trying to appeal to everybody at the same time. They blow a whistle that only Santa can hear, and it makes him racist. Yeah. Is he an avatar for Trump, you think? Because he's this reckless sort of wacky I don't think, guy. like, intentionally, but I think backwards, like, if you work it backwards through, like, well, what is it to make a piece of media that has to appeal to those people because we understand them to be a demographic now? Right. Like, you see this in all sorts of weird popular fiction now is that, like, it's just more normalized to try to imbue those qualities into characters. So he, and on some level, if you fucking made a transparency of him and Trump and put them over each other, there's like shit that lines up, you know? Right. Which is just, like, a byproduct of, uh, like, culture and marketing and capitalism and all that shit or whatever. Yeah. Well, it is weird because those people, uh, they do value things like family and Christmas, and they have all these sort of traditional things, but they're also okay with this just vulgarity and uh, just like... That's why this is Kurt Russell Santa Claus. So so is Santa. Right. Santa's okay with vulgarity. It's the melding of those two, yeah. You can spit in Santa's mouth. This is like the Santa Claus that bullies the Ted Cruz Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, I want to see Ted Cruz Santa Claus. I wonder what (laughs) Ted Cruz asked for Christmas as a little kid. He just melts down the (laughs) chimney. (laughs) (laughs) He's a slender man. (laughs) Um, So then... The end of this movie is they go back at the the family house or whatever. Um, the mom comes home and it's like she got her wish. Her kids are hugging because they just went through this traumatic evening with this strange man, and um, they all go inside. It doesn't really explain where she's coming home from. She's like, "Why are you guys up?" They go inside and oh my god, there's a, like, all these fucking presents everywhere and shit. And the older son opens uh, this present that's like from Santa Claus or whatever, and it's this shitty Christmas ornament. And he's like, "What the." 
what the fuck? <laughs> like, why I didn't <laughs> fucking ask for this. <laughs> the guy gave me this Christmas ornament. And then he goes and he puts the ornament on the tree and he looks into it and his face does Paymon shit from Hereditary. <laughs> smiles back at him even though he's not smiling. And it turns his face turns into his dad's face. This part was fucking weird. I didn't yeah, like it. Yeah. Um, and then he says, I love you. And the dad face says, like, I love you back or something. Or Merry Christmas or some shit like that. I tr- Happy Christmas. I trapped your father's soul <laughs> in this bell. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you look at him, you'll see him stuck there. Stuck there, lingering. Yeah. Um, and then the other kid gets a fucking skateboard. And uh, the mom's happy. And I, I think that's basically it. I think credits roll. Ew, it's pretty funny. One of them got a magic item. And the other one got a skateboard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's some interesting. It's uh, also funny that the skateboard's probably more fun yeah, yeah. for it's sure it's maybe it's a magic haunted. skateboard <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the skateboard screams like your father did <laughs> <laughs> it's got the soul of the fucking people you saved with the fire in it or like, I guess him <laughs> you do a kickflip it's just the wailing of the fucking dead um, uh, another perfect film God, yeah. So I watched that Stone Cold Sober. I feel dumb. Uh, <laughs> it's great when you're real fucking high. <laughs> I was on Kratom. I yeah. Andrews is doing next level drugs here. <laughs> I don't know. Overall thoughts. I mean, what the fuck did we just watch? Find something around your house, drink it, and then <laughs> watch this movie. <laughs> I I think uh, it. You know, we we're in. We're due for a good quality classic christmas movie there hasn't been one in a while i don't know if this really takes a cake though because it doesn't have it's, you know it's not that uh, it doesn't have the, the uh original it doesn't have that charm the distinct like it doesn't have a distinct mark really uh i mean you are kind of trying to make a more uh jocular santa which you could go somewhere <laughs> with but um uh, <laughs> i think you gotta you gotta lean into it a little more you gotta have them Getting in more mischief. Uh, more mischief? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see how much mischief he got into, though? He almost got yeah. killed in jail. Well, yeah, but then he, but he was sing He was cases. confident the whole time. You know, like, yeah, have more. Worried. Establish who Santa is Santa more. needs a moment what in the is dark he, abyss. Why is he doing this? Oh, yeah. It didn't go back. Like, why he is he doing f- this? Who is he? Where did he come from? According like, to my Dan Harmon's character circles. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't fit Santa the needs to have journey. a moment of complete loss <laughs> that never occurs in the film. Uh, I think this was through and through a movie for Boomer Magachuds, and uh, it was funny that way, and any subtlety they thought they had is a lie. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know what my favorite mo- Christmas movie is, guys? Did you know Die Hard uh, 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 Christmas? Do you know how interesting I am? That wow. Die Hard is my favorite Christmas I don't Christmas care what people say. I think you're Christ- cool, Die, Jake. Die Hard. You guys <laughs> know that? Um. It's like Christmas, but for murder. <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting human in the world. <laughs> it's Die Hard. You're gonna say Krampus because you're like a goth. Um, and Christmas with a Krampus. Is, it, is there a Krampus movie? Krampus is he's the evil Santa. I know who he is, but is there a movie? Yes, it's called Krampus, and he's come from hell. That's pretty cool. Yeah, watch that one. I think I watched that a few years ago. I watched it last year on Christmas Eve, and I was like, nice. I also like Jack Frost. Is that one scary? Oh, yeah. It's a fucking snowman that kills people. Really? Yeah, it's badass. 
Mr. Officer, you had all the clues. <laughs> there was a cartoon that, like, an old ass cartoon that was about Santa, and it had like him fighting Molochs and stuff. That was cool. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman. I do kind of like baby. like anime scary Santa if he could shoot beams out of his eyes and shit and fucking kill people. Like I like. The Santa that doesn't revert so quickly to violence. <laughs> you know, as I, I feel like it kind of pokes holes in his whole thing. I would like to see, like, full-on Guillermo del Toro Santa, where he's, like, kind of a yes. scary... His species. eyeballs yes. are in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, and he's, like, summoned to fight Godzilla or some shit. Well, I love this movie, and I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Seven out of seven chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny about that Jack Frost movie is that I think there's two movies called Jack Frost. They both call Jack Frost. One of them's about a snowman that kills people, and one of them's about a drama about a family whose dad dies, and then he comes back as a snowman. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. They used to be right next to each other at uh, fucking Blockbuster, and you could accidentally <laughs> get the wrong one. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, uh, you thought, you know, your fucking weird, shitty kids are like, ah! <laughs> hey, this holiday season, get your kids the right Jack Frost. <laughs> Warm their hearts and yeah. not their lifeless bodies all right well um yeah we watched it so you don't have to or you can watch it uh i don't know spoiler alert if you listen to this whole episode you probably should watch that movie i don't know you know these podcasts work happy holidays from our upside down cross to yours (laughs) (laughs) yeah upside down christmas um (laughs) oh god all right so fuck it yeah that's the bonus episode um thank you the damned uh and uh happy solstice or whatever the fuck your uh thing is i celebrate your celebrations yeah Yeah, i don't give a shit people keep getting really mad every time uh people are just so fucking (laughs) Uh,